0: Welcome to the tug of more man.
1: So glad that you guys are taking some time to hang out with us today
0: That's right We're just uh, two friends having a conversation all the time about where we are and where we want to be
1: Yeah, you know that idea that desire to advance to push to to get to the next level with the reality of I'm on the step that I'm on That's right. I can see up the staircase But dang, I'm down here.
0: Right. I've come a long ways, but I'm still not satisfied because I want to keep going into more.
1: And so that's the tug of more. That's right. Disclaimer at the top. Pretty important disclaimer. Uh Uh-oh. We are both a little bit tad under the weather. That's right. We're not yet over the weather. We're under it. We're
0: under it. If you live in Texas, then you already know that it is green outside like the trees, but it's also green like on the furniture because there's pollen
1: everywhere. I saw a video of, of... people cutting tree down and they cut the tree down and then you saw that after the tree fell the shape of the tree was still there because all the pollen stayed it was the craziest a thing poof i ever saw of,
0: yeah it's crazy a and, poof
1: of trust and can't talk yeah and while i'm talking it may sound like i'm going through puberty i think that already happened but uh if my voice you have peaks a few
0: squeaks every now and dude, then
1: dude i've been squeaking all over the place
0: oh my word what's funny is uh never say never is a thing that they say and it's true because my okay. friend my brother trustin always well, says i don't have allergies i don't i'm not have sure it. if
1: it's allergies or if i'm sick
0: well you so if have I'm sick, a allergy induced sickness
1: oh is that how it works that's
0: what it is yes
1: i got a phone call uh amanda called me the other morning and so i answered and she i know that she th- <laughs> look here she goes sorry would be coughing hacking up a lung sound like she had been smoking some marlboro i know
0: for like so amanda, 20 years
1: amanda calls me and i know that she thought i had just woke up yeah but I'm like, no, this is just what's happening. Just I have I my sound. my. Uh, maybe this is a yeah. sexier this is raspier. I was gonna say. This is
0: your radio voice. It's
1: my radio voice. Hello, welcome to the tug of more. It works, guys. Uh, I don't know when you're watching this episode. You know the crazy thing about the internet is you could be watching this episode in 10 years. That's true. Well,
0: once it's out. Hey, if you don't know this about the internet, once you put something on the internet. It's out there forever. That's
1: why you got to keep your clothes on. when We're you getting pictures taken. That's
0: right. You never know what you say is going to come back around and get you someday.
1: Okay. So in our world right now, we are T minus six days That's from true. Easter.
0: Easter. And in our world, Easter is the Mecca of the events of the year.
1: Yeah. It's a big one. See, I just did it. You hear that squeak? Yeah. Yeah. It's a big yeah. one. And so we're six days away from Easter. So super excited. I believe that this is gonna be a really unique, fun year. Yeah. Um, You know, Easter is one of those high attended Sundays. I'm not sure it'll be our most high attended Easter.
0: I don't know, maybe, maybe not.
1: I don't know. Cause we've had some bangers.
0: Well, yeah, that was pre COVID and in four services where if we are honest and we'll admit it.
1: oh. Well, if Uh, we're talking about the double count number. If
0: we're talking about the double count, there's definitely, uh, you and I got counted four times. Well, not just you
1: and I. (laughs) (laughs) I know, uh, our
0: staff and some of our volunteers. And so, uh, uh, that's a little little sneaky trick of the church world. But my goal, you know the goal
1: goal this year is not the the highest number. Exactly. The goal is that the people of More Church will actually not just attend, but invite. That's right. Because guess what? If you come into More Church, you already know the story I'm about to tell. Yeah. You already know it.
0: You already know it.
1: You could get up and take the mic and preach it. Right. So don't just come without somebody, right. invite somebody. Either I've way. got the, uh, look, I'm practicing when I preach and I got the invite cards in my pocket right now. Oh, good Boom. job. And so I've been carrying these around with me for about a month Yeah. and uh, just hand them out. I've got them people. on
0: the dash in my car, like right here to remind me when I get out because the problem with me is I change clothes and then I leave it in my pants and yeah. I wash it in the dish- in the dishwasher. Nope, hey, in the dryer.
1: Your pants got real dirty if they're in the dishwasher. <laughs> So I actually, one of my favorite things to, to do is to invite people to church that I know are Christians. Yeah. And so I saw a buddy of mine at a restaurant yesterday who he's worship pastor in another church. And I went up to him and I gave him one of these cards. I was like, Hey, I've really been praying that you accept Jesus. Yeah. And it's like a, a bad pastor joke amongst like, pastors. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But don't waste too many. Cause we got to invite the real, like, I got to say
1: this last Sunday, one of my favorite things ever happened. What? Whitney was preaching. Yeah, that's true. So good. Nailed it. But at the beginning of your message, you brought Lillian out. I here's did. a, here's a pick and uh, Lillian came out dressed as a peep and I was putting her to bed last night and she was telling me all about it. Was she? Yeah, I she was I was going to ask him if
0: she loved it because here's the thing. She was here last week uh, hanging out uh, with you for a little while and she said, she asked, can I wear, we have, well, so our whole thing this year with Easter and our whole thing going forward every
1: year, every year, for all for of all time, of time, even
0: when our graphic is not this, it's still our, uh, it's still our vibe. And that is that we have a peep Jeep peep, peep. that tells you to invite your peeps to Easter with more church. And we have a peep costume that destiny found on the internet, on eBay. and, Lillian got to wear it in a parade that we were in. Yeah. And so then she says last week, she says, Can I wear it again on Sunday and tell everybody to invite their peeps? And me being the uh, like memory making mama that I am was like, y- Yes, we will find a way yeah. to make this happen. And so uh, I wore a yellow dress and we matched and it was adorable and wonderful. But what I love is that she was so confident to come and like, She just was like, I want to wear it. And I want them to know. And you try to even get her to tell jokes. And she's like, no, I'm not telling jokes. This is about inviting people to Easter. Like she was so serious, did a great job and was really bold and mighty. It was super fun.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. And so Easter is an exciting deal. And so if you, uh, don't live in the area, you don't attend more church, but you attend another church, who are you inviting? Right. Who are you bringing with you on this unique day in our American culture? Yeah. Where even people that are real far from God and don't even care to have a relationship with him for some reason on this Sunday, put in some effort to go buy a nice dress or tuck in their shirt and put on a tie, you know, and go to church. It's a great opportunity because it's in those little moments that the hook might, the hook might bite. Yeah. The seed might take, there, there might be something that really happens in their mind or their heart. I was just watching, there's this comedian, this is going to be a whole other world with that you probably don't know about. There's this comedian guy named Andrew Schultz and Andrew Schultz, no, I don't think I he kind of runs in the Joe Rogan.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm aware of that world. One.
1: Okay. The dude is not saved. Right. Like, yeah. like all of the life choices and decisions and things he talks about that are very not godly. Well, I saw a clip from his podcast just this week that he went to church and, uh, and he talks about how like his wife's brother goes and really enjoys it. And so this guy is rich and like, he has like a new Netflix special, like he's doing really well and he goes to this church and he talks about how it's a Mm non-denominational and he's like those, uh, what did he say? He says the non-denominational, those are the, uh the leftist ones. No, what did he say? Like about how the non-denoms oh, like they're, they're like the, wild and out? Yeah, they're, they're wild, the wild and, out. and out ones. And so he says, yeah, this church that I go to, he was like, it wasn't even in a church building. It was-
0: You're, You said something Siri was, Siri was saying recording. all your words, sorry. Siri
1: was re- reaching out to Andrew Schultz. Yes. And so he goes to this school, this church, and it's in a school cafeteria. Oh. So he, go, he gets invited to a church plant. Oh,
0: that's amazing. And so he
1: goes to this church plant and he says, you know what, I was crying within three minutes. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't even know why. He says, they sang this song about the oceans. And now this is a like hardened dude. He's just out there banging chicks, Mm -hmm. doing coke. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Sorry, Andrew, you're not going to see this. But if you do, I'm not, I'm not blasting you. I'm saying he's, he's not living a godly life, but yet he put himself in this environment. And you know what? God spoke to him. Yeah. The Holy Spirit reached out and started to draw him. And, uh, and then he says to his buddies on the podcast, he says, He said, one of them's like, yeah, did you put any money in the offering bucket? And he goes, I did. He said, I gave all of the cash that I had in my wallet. Oh wow! And he said, because I just felt like God, God might want to be close to me. And I was like, "Wow!" this guy that you would never assume would ever step foot in a church. He went and like the Holy Spirit starting something. That's really cool. I saw this morning. Be praying for more. No,
0: it's amazing because I think, I think what so many of us think when inviting someone is, well, it's not gonna make a difference. Like if you have a neighbor, I have a neighbor that I have had for the entire eight years that I've lived in my house. yeah. And like they're, they do not love God and they're kind of a punk.
1: Oh, we saw them, we were out at a restaurant and we saw their neighbors. And we tried
0: to talk to him and he was very. Oh,
1: and he needed a designated driver.
0: Yeah, and so like, (laughs) they're not, Gonna in my in my opinion in Mm -hmm. my humanness, it's easy for me to say. What would be the point of inviting them? Yeah, they're too because they're too jaded. They're too far from God. They're too. I was watching today um, on my stories on Instagram. A friend of mine, a distant friend, I don't even know her well, and she now is doing like deep missions work. She goes over to Africa all the time and helping build the school with another friend of ours. And I did not know her story, and she Mm -hmm. said, "Hey, if you've never invited someone to church." this is a Sunday to do it. She said, because what you may not know about me is 10 years ago, I I was a single mom. I didn't Mm. want anything to do with God. My mom kept inviting me to her church and I kept yelling at her, stop telling me about your Jesus. Stop telling me about God. And she said, but it was Easter and I felt guilty. And so I went Mm -hmm. and she's like, my life has never been the same since that day. And what her life is now, I would have never guessed was who she was 10 years ago. And I think often we can think, well, what is my little invite gonna do? but all God wants us to do is invite his his job. What you just said, what that guy felt is God's presence. Is God
1: doing his job and
0: God did his job. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's in a church plant. It's in a cafeteria. You and I have done that before. That's that's garbage atmosphere. Yeah. No matter how hard you try, I'm not saying the church is garbage atmosphere. No, no. But no matter how hard you try, you can be, you can have literally Carrie Joe bleeding worship and like whoever, yeah. the bishop preaching, and the yeah. atmosphere is still garbage because yeah. it's a school cafeteria. But God's the one who shows up and he does the work. And so like we shouldn't get insecure, intimidated, or just think, man, it's not gonna do any different. That's not up to us. It's so good. It's not up to us. It's yeah. up to God. And so, yeah, whether it's a guy Who's literally like so successful in the eyes of the world or whether it's a, a girl, a single mom who's this just like, part. I want nothing to do with God. Invite them.
1: Invite them. Invite them. Who are you inviting? Don't show up to oh. Easter. Oh, I have one more. Don't show up to Easter and have not invited somebody. Yeah,
0: And pastors, you're not off the hook. Like we have do a it. lot of leaders, friends, pastors. Do it. That follow the tug of war and like, uh, you're, you're not off the hook.
1: Your team's social media post that you share is not your scapegoat That's not of your evangelism. Correct. I'm going to pass all of these out. Correct.
0: Correct. And I think you lead that by example better than anyone I've ever seen. And that, um, anywhere we are, anytime we're having a conversation with anybody, uh, whether they, go, whether, you know, whether they go to church or not, you're joking about it that you invite Indeed. your pastor friends, but you invite yeah. all the people. And I, I think... It's so what we have to do if we're yeah. not. Our our job is not just what happens in the four walls. Yeah, it's to go and be the church outside the walls. I had a
1: really awkward experience. Uh, there's a there's a barbecue restaurant that we frequent all the time. We have meetings at and we're oh, there yeah. almost weekly. Uh, Del Toro is here in Mansfield. Right. And so one of the girls that works there, we see all the time. We
0: talk to her all the time. Yeah.
1: And so I have just kind of been building like relational change with my in my yeah. pocket with her, and then like two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago, hit her with the like, hey, you should come to church. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah. And man, her walls went up so fast. So hard. Into like her telling me about how she has social anxiety and so how she can't do big crowds and how she doesn't go to church and how she's went before. And I'm telling you, it's funny because we've been going there for a year. Yeah. This restaurant friendly, nice, talkative, be right. hooking me up with a refills, all the things, mm-hmm. refills of brisket I'm talking about. No, right. I'm kidding. <laughs> and then I gave her that heart invite and now she's um, awkward with yeah, me, yeah. but she won't always be. No. And she might not come this Easter maybe Christmas
0: yeah and maybe next Easter and you have a we we have a responsibility now that she may be being awkward with us but mm-hmm. we can't start being no. awkward with her no and so we still treat her exactly the same way we did before hey what's up how are you oh my gosh I'm gonna try this today like yeah. all these things we I think sometimes can go oh that was awkward and then we act awkward but yeah if we're re- the representation of Jesus, he's not awkward. So you know the
1: weeks that I invite the most people to come to more church? When? The weeks I'm not preaching.
0: That's true too, yeah.
1: This girl, when I invited her, it was when you were doing yeah, your last yeah. get off the throne.
0: And you were like, hey, come, she's going to do because it. Because yeah.
1: what happens it's is, easy, is yeah. I'm not inviting them to see me. Right. And so pastors, maybe you should invite somebody else to preach just, just so, so you, you can, can have a great window of evangelism so you don't feel egotistical. Because yeah. yeah. it's kind of egotistical feeling. Hey man, come to my church this week. I'm pre like, right. You know what I mean? No,
0: I can see that. I got that my, I got reason. my shirt
1: ironed. That I got a... this prop that I'm doing. I'm going to, you're going <laughs> to think I'm so cool. Yeah. No. No, invite no, invite them when you're not even preaching. That's really
0: good. Really good. Love it so much. Or like this week for Easter, we're having a choir, which is something we don't normally do.
1: I and, saw them. I saw them pulling out some risers trying to figure Oh out yeah, this Yeah.
0: They're doing it next week. I'm super pumped about it. It's not only like, like, uh, worshipful, but also sounds really good too. So, but it's a unique thing. So when you have a unique day, that's a great opportunity also. So, Hey, we're having a choir. That's crazy. We haven't done that a petting zoo or yeah, something different. The hooks is what we call it. And so like invite the people
1: on this, uh, Andrew Schultz's podcast. He says, he says after like how he was so moved and motivated and like gave the money. He says, "Now, I still can't quantify how they think the earth is only 4,000 years old. And like the comedians all laughed so hard and I get it. Yeah. I don't think the earth is only 4,000 years old just for like theological basis. Like I don't think that <laughs> that that's the case. But it made me think that this guy has the sentence in his head mm-hmm. that he's been carrying around since he was in junior high. Right. He talked about science class in junior high Right. and about how since then he's thought I'm not doing anything with God or anything with Christians they're- because they think the earth is only 4,000 years old. And as we're reaching people, as we're evangelizing, as we're talking about Jesus, inviting somebody to church, sometimes we have to be able to get through those pieces.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't need to have a debate. Yeah. There's not a debate. Invite them. Tell them God loves them. Tell them your testimony. And like, who knows, man, maybe we'll get to heaven and God will be like, yep, the earth was exactly 4,000 years old and I snapped my fingers and I made it. Or maybe he tells us, yeah, you know. During creation, creation, though I say in the book it says seven days, it was actually seven billion years. Yeah, who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe Adam and Eve lived in the garden but I for that- millennia before they fell. Yeah. There's giant gaps of time that, that we don't know about.
0: Okay, but that is another point okay in the invite that i think is so important yes it's okay to say i don't know
1: it's okay to say you don't know i,
0: I think that we feel like we have to like have the answers perfect i've had so many people who are like but what if they ask me a bible question and i don't what know what about the, the nephilim <laughs> whatever it
1: is it's when angels it's came different. down and slept yeah. with man and yeah, they yeah, birthed giants absurd. i'm like i'm like i don't know what
0: you're thinking of but yeah okay um, but but uh we don't have to know. And we can say, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's beautifully done to say like, Hey, there's a whole lot about God we don't know. And that's why I'm glad he's God and not me. And like, then just say, I I don't actually know about that. That's why I go to church to learn. Like there's all kinds of answers we can give back that we don't have to get insecure. We could just be like, Hey, I, I don't know. Let's find out together.
1: I invited a guy to church one time. And he was like, no man, I'm not gonna go. I was like, what? He said, I don't believe, I don't believe the Bible. He says, he says, you know, the Bible, says that there's used to be a unicorn, and it does. You know the Bible references a unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can't believe that. That whole book is fake. I was like, okay, wait, wait a minute. You're telling me that you so believe that there was never on earth a unicorn, a horse you're... with
0: a with a tail out its head.
1: Now, <laughs> look, what what's more probable, a horse with a horn out of Correct. its head, or, or... a giraffe? Or, no, th- think about what a giraffe is. A giraffe is like a horse camel with a nine foot neck. Yeah, right. Which one? Have you ever seen a deer? Deer have antler growing out their head. Right. What's that thing that swims in the ocean? It's the narwhal the or narwhal, something? The
0: narwhal, yeah. I'm saying like, say, actually a, uni- a
1: unicorn isn't that f-
0: far of a stretch from the imagination. Right.
1: But sometimes people have these. um Yeah. These things, these reasons, right. these moments of something that happened or they, it's also they absurd
0: hurt. to say that the red sea parted and people walk through it. Like the whole Bible is full of things that are miraculously crazy. Yeah. So what weird thing to say that a unicorn is the thing. That, yeah.
1: And no, so, right. I but, like, but I think that Christians, yeah, we get one of those interactions somewhere along the yes. way and we feel Mike Tyson, he said. You always have a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Yeah. And so we, we evangelize yeah. to somebody and then we get punched with a question and then the rest of our life, we don't, yeah. we don't say anything. Or,
0: or we die on the hill. This is a phrase that my son Easton has recently acquired in okay. his life and it's Easton's helping Easton's a hill
1: dyer. Yeah.
0: And, and he's learned, <laughs> but he's learning that we can't die on these hills. And mm. so, uh, we die on the hill of, no, I do believe the earth is 4,000. years. It does not freaking matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why are you going to disrupt your invite to them to know Jesus, to die on the hill of something that doesn't matter? And so like, we've had to learn as we're inviting people, like you don't have to tell them everything you know. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like actually, well, actually the Bible says, no, you don't need to do that. Just say, come to church. Hey, sometimes you shutting your mouth uh, is actually the better witness and uh, just being loving and kind. And so like,
1: well, let's ask. The Bible calls us to be a witness, not a lawyer. Correct. But some people treat their faith as they have to be God's litigator, Yeah. that I have to prove everything. No, no, what does a witness do? If you're at at an intersection, and you see a car accident happen in in Mm -hmm. front of you in the intersection, the police officer comes up to you and they say, what?
0: Can you give me your account of what has happened here?
1: What did you see?
0: What have you experienced? They do
1: not ask you to climb under the car, and right. examine if the brakes were working. Why? Correct. You're not a mechanic. No. They don't get you a tape measure and go and measure the skid marks. They don't have no. you read. You know why? Because you you're not you're not the crime scene investigator. That's right, right. You're a witness. Yeah. And what we're called to do is to just be a witness. What have right. we seen? What have we heard? You know the truth is. What have is,
0: I experienced with God? That's it.
1: Yeah. Go. We're gonna get to heaven and we're all gonna be wrong on some stuff.
0: Right yeah correct
1: the baptist going to be wrong on some stuff the catholic going to be wrong on a bunch of stuff the assemblies of god going to be wrong on some stuff yeah all of us everybody lutheran methodist <laughs> right, presbyterian right. all of us we're all going to get up right. there and we're going to beat we're going to have a little bit piece of it off
0: yeah because we are human in the human element. We're not God. Man. We're just the way. So don't
1: die on the hill. Yeah, to not, Let's not to die not on not the, the hill witness.
0: because it's not worth losing the argument. It's not worth losing the main battle. Yeah. Just to win the little argument. It isn't, it's not worth it.
1: Yeah. I, one of my most, um, impactful moments. You gave me a great compliment earlier. Thank you. That I'm reaching people oh, that yes, I'm always reaching, yes, pe- yes. T- attempting, t- inviting, trying, talking yeah, about Jesus yeah. to people. I was at a, uh, at a, outreach we used to go to uh new orleans during mardi gras yes mardi gras we had a mardi gras story so we go to so anyways we go to mardi (laughs) gras
0: i'm like what stories we had a guy we had a guy who used to go to our
1: church he used to go to our church oh my god and and he was gone on a sunday or a couple weeks and we're like what's happening i found him on social media and he's on a balcony with no shirt on a bunch of beads and he's got his phone and a big beer in his hand. He goes, what's up? His mother effing Mardi Gras.
0: And he's yelling and <laughs> screaming.
1: So anyways,
0: but didn't he give us a shout out in the yeah, video? Yeah, he was yes. like, oh, what's up? Yes. I'm, I'm watching
1: church at Mardi, yes. Mardi Gras.
0: Oh my word. I can't yell so my funny. voice.
1: Voice. Anyways. Yes. So he lost
0: his glasses too. I remember in the chaos and yeah. his wife was like, anybody seen the glasses? We're <laughs> so looking for him at Mardi Gras. This is
1: years ago. We're at this outreach. A long time ago. We're at this outreach to Mardi Gras. I have so many Mardi Gras stories. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we would go down on the streets at night yeah. and like pass out bottles of water
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, like help people. There would be people so drunk that they could be taken advantage of. Right. And so we're not down there like Turner Burn. There, there are those guys down there. Yeah. We built what I called an apologetics team that after someone would get in a fight with a Christian basher, we would then go up to that person and apologize so that another Christian acted that way. Yeah. Anyways, we're doing all this ministry yeah. over down there and we, they had invited a pastor mm-hmm. to come and speak to all of us college students. And so this pastor uh, who flew in from somewhere to teach us college students about evangelism, he's up teaching and uh, talking about it. And he says, as a matter of fact, on my flight here to this city, uh-huh. I was telling the guy I sat on the airplane with about Jesus. And he tells me a story. And this pastor, and he says, as a matter of fact, he decided to come with me tonight. And he's like, Hey, I don't know, Bill, would you stand up? And there this guy is on the third row. He met him on the airplane. And the pastor had so spoken so much to him in, in an hour flight wow. that that guy
0: Change whatever changed he had. whatever his
1: plans. And he came to yeah. hear this pastor preach. And the guy got saved that night. Wow. And I remember sitting there as like a 20 year old so inspired that this pastor yeah. wasn't just talking about it from a stage,
0: right, right, right. but that
1: he had like a dude in the room who was just on the airplane yeah. next to him. And so I tried to, I tried to, I've tried to do that. Yeah. That hasn't happened though. That's cool.
0: No, but it, yes, but it's because you, you see the, you see the end result as more important than the awkward encounter. And uh-huh. uh, you, I say it about you sometimes, uh, behind your back, I guess, as a compliment, Thank uh, you. uh no, I don't, I don't, I'm like, I guess I've said it to you, I think to your face a bunch yeah. of times too, but like you don't have an awkward meter that ticks on until a very certain, I don't know if you actually have an awkward meter. Cause you're like, this is not awkward unless I decide it's awkward. And so yeah, yeah. I'm just going to choose that. It's not awkward. And so I'm just going to go do the thing because well, I, push,
1: I push through
0: the end, for the end result, the end result. Yeah. Like you are willing to do whatever normal nor, not you're not normal it's not what regular be
1: a, a, abnormal we'll do a series called abnormal
0: <laughs> what, you are willing to push through what ab, abnormally what regularly whatever would be thought of as awkward because you, the end result is more important to you yeah. and um, I think that's a great attribute for us to have when it comes to uh, this huge thing in life of evangelism, because that's literally, it literally is life or death. Mm-hmm. Like you use the phrase turn or burn. And I hate that phrase. Like, I hate that. That's that there are people like that, but, but at their, uh, deep somewhere hardcore, they have the right intention because their heart is just, they don't want to see people die and go to hell. It
1: started right. It started right. But it, it, got it, can twisted. Turn, it can quickly turn judgmental and angry.
0: And so I'm like, for you, it's this revelation and this realization that like, Hey, people's lives. Uh, they have, they have a huge opportunity to accept Mm -hmm. Jesus or to live their life without him.
1: I, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. So push through that awkward.
0: Yeah. Just turn off your awkward meter and decide it's not awkward unless you, unless you decide it's awkward. So it's not awkward.
1: If, uh, if someone that you loved was about to get hit by a truck. Correct. How loud would you scream to get their attention? Yeah. You wouldn't care. You would scream and take off your shirt and wave it over your head. You wouldn't care who's watching. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't. No, right. But but we were unwilling to do that when it comes to someone's eternity. Absolutely. Take off your shirt right. and start screaming to get their attention. Yeah. That God's not mad at them, that, that God loves yeah. them, that, yeah. that he really cares about yeah, them. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, I think that uh, we've done a good job of telling people what they ought to do and in inviting people because the truth is this week, is the best easiest opportunity mm-hmm. and so like if you're like no i always think it's awkward no i never do it oh i always like chicken out of the last minute this is the easiest week of like a freebie where people are most receptive yeah. and a good place to practice and try
1: yeah just invite just invite somebody
0: give yourself a goal like you would any other any, if you are on the tug team you chances are good you have goals all over the place Yeah, and so give yourself a goal i'm gonna invite five people this week or i'm gonna invite this person this maybe it's very specific i'm going to tell myself like my husband is like i'm going to invite my boss this week like and that to him is a uh, oh crap like, like an old crap person in his life of like if i invite them i hope he,
1: trust doesn't say nothing weird
0: <laughs> no he literally was like <laughs> you won't see regular aaron barth doing announcements i'll be being serious aaron barth doing announcements like no no you no, won't you'll you just won't. be yourself you know like we had a whole joking conversation about it but uh maybe there's somebody specific in your life that you know okay i'm really supposed to talk to them, give no, yourself the goal. That. I'll do it by Thursday and give yourself like timeline intentionality yeah. number. whatever. And if is.
1: they don't live near you, invite them to a church in their area. Absolutely. Invite them to watch online.
0: Absolutely. I
1: was, uh, I was a youth pastor for a lot of years before I became a lead pastor. Okay. And so I was youth pastor at a large church in Houston mm-hmm. and, uh, we would have a weekly staff devotional. Okay. So like we'd have our staff devo and then like staff meeting, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I got asked one week to lead the staff Devo and I was like, okay, what do I want to do my Devo on?
0: You did on the silly putty?
1: No, that's my <laughs> first sermon. I know, and so I did this Devo and it was something called like becoming a pastor ruined me. Oh yeah. And so I had this teaching and I got up and I talked about how often I would tell people about Jesus before I was a pastor. Mm-hmm. But then when I became a pastor, The only time I ever talked about Jesus was from a microphone. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And I did this like contrast of how I used to be a soul winner and then now I was just an office sitter. Yeah. I was just this person who told people to invite, but I didn't invite. And dude, I made the whole room. It was so, my awkward meter was definitely turned off because they were mad. Oh, really? Because it was, yeah, because uh, how confrontational is that to tell a room of staff, mega church pastors? When's the last time you had a first time guest? Well, it depends on your culture, but
0: yes. Uh, Because the the
1: answer was not, uh, not, not a long time.
0: Right. And so
1: uh, that really, that teaching that I gave was a shifting in my heart to be willing to even plant a church. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we planted the church, it was no longer big promotional budget. Yeah. We didn't have a, a billboard on their freeway. Right. The only way to invite people was to go walk around target. Mm hmm. And so Rachel and I would go and walk around Target with a handful of invite cards yeah. and try to have conversations about peanut butter with people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, oh, 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 you like these tortillas? <laughs> oh, oh you, oh, you buy some Nutter Butter? Oh. oh, I, I like Nutter Butter. Hey, hey, you know you what know. else I like? <laughs> Not going to hell. No. <laughs> 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 it's so stupid.
0: Have you ever tried Jesus? Oh, yeah. you're going to try and, this bread? Are you going to try Jesus? And so it shook right. me right.
1: into... Mm,
0: no, it's beca- good. becoming
1: an evangelist together. well
0: i think that it's not just pastors i think it's the longer we serve god go there we stick into our circles and mm-hmm. we get in circles so then maybe you're in a life group now and you're just in the same life group and these are the people that you do life with and yeah. like when's the last time you invited someone into that life group When's yeah. the last time you went to the park together and yeah. actually met the other families that are there at the park yeah. when's the last time you actually had a conversation with someone who was far from god i was reminded that when we went to a, a dinner, that dinner where we saw my neighbor this week, No, um, I was
1: just about to bring this up.
0: We saw, uh, one, uh, we saw a guy that we've known a while and known kind of uh, back and forth. He's been in church, hasn't always been. But I posted a picture that we were there mm-hmm. and his mom commented on my picture. And she's someone I used to work with years ago when I wasn't a pastor, but I was working in cosmetic world. And I remember, um, that day, one day she just came up to me and was like, Hey, my son just got accepted into this Bible college. And I don't know anything about that, Hmm. but somebody told me that you would know about that and that I should come talk to you and that you would help me like not be freaked out by it. Tell me what it means and then pray with me. Would you like pray with me about it? And so it was one of those shifting moments in my life of like, oh, even though I am not in my pastor role job, even though I'm in this other job, I am still being a witness. I am still being an example. And I am still making a difference, even if it feels like I'm just living my life. And I think we have to be really intentional to keep going. Am I presenting myself to people around me one, showing them a real example of what it is to be a believer of Christ. Mm-hmm. But then two, in a way that points other people to go, oh, you should talk to them. They yeah. know more about that. They know about God. And uh, I was just so reminded of it when she she commented like, hey, you should go see my son, he works next door. And I, mm-hmm. what's funny was we just had. Oh, and yeah. so I said, actually, we just went and saw him and hugged him and said hi to him. And like, the truth of the matter is we went into where he worked, which is a cigar lounge. And like most pastors, would never go in a cigar lounge right.
1: well, we, to we, say we hello we weren't smoking
0: no we were just walking in to say hi yeah but but we were willing to go in and say hey we love this dude i want him to come back and be a part of the house yeah. of god like let's go after yeah people with intentionality we yeah. have people in our life i have people in my family right now who aren't living for god yeah you can find somebody i think yeah. the, the excuse is well i don't really know anyone. like for those dudes in that room yeah they're push back to you was, well, because I live such a holy life, I don't really right. know anyone and so, far from God. Which, yes, you do, we all do.
1: Yes, you do, that's an excuse. But let's say that's true, then position yourself somewhere to reach people. Right. The reason that I still go to all these Chamber of Commerce things, right. so we, the reason that I said yes to the go to this event that we went right. to, this cha- it was a Chamber of Commerce event, a dinner, Correct. Correct. is because I need to put my light in darkness somewhere. Right. right. Now, careful, That doesn't mean you're going to reach uh, people, the girls at Hooters. That's not what I'm talking about. You're not going to see me over there shining my light. Well,
0: and you're not going into it saying, I am coming in as the light in this dark place. That's not, you're only saying that in this context. I have a
1: friend who's a pastor in a rural uh, area. Yeah. In like Montana. Uh And I was talking to him, this a couple years ago, and he was really struggling to, to reach people. Yeah. And I was telling him about how like, Uh, I do the chamber of commerce and how it's a place that I'm involved. He said, yeah, we're so small. We don't have chamber of commerce. And I had preached a camp in that kind of region of the country. And a kid while at the camp got bit by a snake. And so the, the ambulance and fire department stuff is so far away that a volunteer firefighter came out. And I said to him, Hey, have you thought about, he's kind of like an active fit guy. I said, you know what you should do is you should go and become a volunteer firefighter. And he did and do you know how many people he's reached for his church as a volunteer firefighter? Right. Because as a volunteer firefighter, you meet all the other guys, you meet the police, you meet the dispatch people, and you meet people that you go out on calls for. And so he got involved in something he would never get involved in, just as a way to aim his light, to shine his light. And so like, if you're a pastor and all of your people are too holy, go get a gym membership. Right. Go, Go volunteer somewhere. Yes. or accept the reality that when your kid has soccer practice, you're just a jerk and don't talk to anybody.
0: No, for real. Good grief for real. Like
1: we're all around people right. all the time. Right. You said something this Sunday, dude, that was so good. When he preached this week, we're in the last, we're in the end of get off the throne. And she did get your pride off the throne. Uh-huh. And you said, um, you know, you, you were like kind of cap in a couple different areas. Yeah. And you said, you know, dads, the reason that you go to daddy daughter, dance and don't dance. It's just cause you're insecure. Right. Right. And then you said, that's the same reason that we don't even, we don't talk about Jesus. Yeah. The reason that we don't invite the kids at our soccer practice or whatever is because we're just insecure.
0: Right? No, it's true. And, and we're too self-focused on our own stuff that we don't take the time because the fact of the matter is if I'm really living a life with Jesus, yeah. it doesn't take me very long to talk about my life to where he comes into play hundred and so all i have to do is go man how's how's it going getting them to practice at home how are they doing with their kick shots or i, yeah. I don't know, kick shots yeah. what is even I that know. i just kick made that word up I don't, I don't even know uh <laughs> that then uh that you can then go, you know, when mine gets upset and overwhelmed, here's what we do. Yeah. Here's how we handle it. Like you just use your regular life story. It doesn't yeah. have to be this like, Oh, we're at soccer practice. Hard break. Have Romans you heard chapter about Jesus? Yes. Let me tell you. It's just, again, being a witness, being a witness is is explaining in our life, in our context, here's how we do this. Yeah. And I think so often people get uh, really stressed out too it, because it's easy to go well it's easy for you pastor you've yeah. gone to bible college and so no wonder it's easy for you to slip that in at the cigar box it might lounge. it might be
1: harder for me
0: well, correct
1: because when they find out I'm a pastor they freak out and act weird. I'm I'm now a threat
0: yeah I'm a their threat. wall goes up harder and yeah. so i'm like
1: we had a lady we were inviting for years who used to work at mellow mushroom
0: <coughs> yes
1: and Rachel and i were invited her invited her invited her and her lifestyle was not godly at all yeah And it took probably three years of us trying to invite her. And then she got a new job at a new place and we saw her and we kept inviting her and now she comes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's super involved in our kids ministry and with her daughter. Yeah.
1: And I think her her wife. Yeah. Yeah. You heard me right. Yeah. Her wife. Right. And they come and you know what? God's doing a great work in them. Absolutely. And I'm glad that they're there. Right. With all the stuff that they're dealing with. And because when a pastor found out that she was a lesbian, I didn't go, Oh, Oh, Oh my God!
0: Right. What are we going to do if they start making out in church? Well, you know, probably the same thing you would do if Aaron and I started making out in yeah, church. Yeah. Stop hey, that. That's weird. Stop Why that. are you doing that? That's strange. I'm saying, like, right. listen,
1: it's up to God. Right. She knows. Yeah. We've had talks. Right. Rachel's talked with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She understands what our stance and what the Bible has to say about right. that is, and what God's stance is, but
0: but God's stance is that he loves her.
1: But guess what? She's here. Right? Exactly. I'm glad Andrew Schultz is visiting.
0: Right? Right. Exactly. It's not up to us to, to figure that out and solve it for them. That's up to, that's between them and the Lord. And like, that's the goal. So I think just, man, uh, taking this step to go, who's in my sphere, who haven't I even noticed? Like who mm-hmm. haven't I been aware of that I should be inviting or that I should be talking to? And then yeah, great. Uh, we have a friend, Jason, that follows the tug of war, and he and his brother, they're a uh, volunteer on the school uh, bus drivers. They're yeah. great volunteer yeah. school bus drivers to help get into their community, just find a way, find yeah. a way that you can get to know somebody who's far from God. And and the thing about it is once you start doing it, it becomes easier. Like anything else, it's just a muscle. You just yeah. have to grow it. And once you learn an easy way in with a conversation or of sharing your story, go see your hairdresser. Like yeah. talk to your hairdresser about what's going on in your life. I know you are, yeah. but instead of just gossiping about you and your husband and all your mess, like talk about what God's doing though, to help yeah. restore that like there's all kinds of places be but willing
1: to share a little bit of your ugly yeah because when you can share a little bit of your ugly then you're able to get into the restoration
0: right of which what is the story. Is that's the testimony yeah. i think we get like i have to give my testimony no yeah. just like literally one of the things i said yesterday was that aaron and i uh the pride that has crept into our marriage so often is that one of us is unwilling to apologize is that like I was only twenty percent wrong. You were eighty percent wrong. So you're gonna apologize first. Yeah. And how many years of our marriage? But but what an easy thing to throw into a conversation. Yes. To go, you know what? Yeah, Aaron and I've been fighting about that too. But I don't want. I never want to apologize because you know God had to tell me, hey, yeah. wait, you need to humble up. Hey, God, when when God came in and I finally was like, God, you got to help me. This is a very easy way. Yes. To slip it into a conversation that someone could be like, oh, we're struggling too. You yeah. know what? You ought to come with me. Just come yeah. hang out. Whatever.
1: You just use your life. Just it's the it. same way that it's the same way that anything else works. If you get an, if Wendy gets a new f- makeup,
0: <laughs> I was like, what I do, if
1: you get oh, a new, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you get a new, I, I buy all these built shirts. Yeah. And B- now we
0: got people buying built shirts. B Y L T
1: built shirts. They need to pay me some money. Cause there's a hundred dudes right in my region now that are wearing these because they see me wear them.
0: And they're like, where'd you get that? How do so I find
1: it? Use your story super, super good. to help somebody else.
0: And then I think one last thing is if yeah. the story or not a last thing, but another piece is that like, if you are a little nervous about the story, then another great way to start is things like this, because use your kids. The
1: invite card. Oh, do yeah. you
0: know that on Easter, your kids are gonna get a dozen eggs? Hey, do you know what is so cool about my church? Oh, yeah. I don't have to buy an Easter basket. Yeah. My church gives an Easter basket. Now you can still buy an Easter basket, but yeah. whatever. Uh, they give an Easter basket full of eggs for my kids, so I the, don't have to buy the candy.
1: The reason that we're doing a petting zoo right. at more Church is not because I want uh, the people who are already partners for their kids to pet a llama. Right. No. No. If I wanted my kid to pet a llama, I'm gonna take my kid to a petting zoo somewhere. The reason that we're renting a petting zoo is so that you can tell your friends, oh my God, they're gonna have a llama. You have to bring Wait, little. Wait, your
0: son loves weird pig. What are those called? Those little pigs? Fat pig, pigs. Fat pigs. Oh my gosh, we have a fat pig <laughs> at our church on it's Easter. A, it's
1: just a hook.
0: It's just a hook. It's just easy. But it's only like, a
1: hook if you'll cast it.
0: Oh, okay. That was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a hook but, if
1: you'll cast it. No, it's true. Get to work. There's nobody better than this or Rachel.
0: Yeah, Rachel's great at it. I, I don't you, know how she slips it in like deep, like really fast, but it's only because she's practiced it and done it so many times that she's yeah. able to just be like, let me cast it.
1: We'll be in worship. We'll be in worship on Sunday and I'll just look and Rachel will not be standing next oh. to me. Like, where is she? Oh, she has a first time guest eight rows back and she, she wanted to go so and hug him. and
0: prayed with him now. But like, it's
1: because she just, yeah. she understands yeah. that what God can do in somebody's life is bigger than the awkwardness she's going to feel. So.
0: Wait, wait, wait. We have to say that because oh. it's so good because Aaron and Rachel both would, uh, uh, their personality type is to see the one. Those of us That's who true. are. That's true. Who they're are. They're better at it than we they're are. They're way better at it. Aaron Barth uh, leaves the, like, ever, like our taxi driver in New York City thinks that Aaron Barth is his best friend by yeah. the time we get out of the taxi because he's yeah. just tell me about your life how long have you lived here how long have you driven like all these questions because he's just taking the time to talk to the one you and I because of our tug into more we're in work mode we have a harder Easily. time slowing down and actually taking the time and so if you're on the tug team it's likely that you have a harder time slowing down and seeing
1: the big the, over the, the small
0: yeah the the importance of this and the significance And the, uh, man, the intentionality of the one person that God's put right in front of you. Uh And we instead see this big goal and this big thing that we're reaching for and striving for. And God's like, hey, the only way you're gonna get there is one at a time, Mm -hmm. one at a time. And so slow down if you're on the tug team, like for real this week, walk slower in the hallway, pay attention to the people around you and go like, God, who have you put there? The thing about God is anytime you ask him, to like help you in that area, he's gonna do it. He's gonna. If I pray, hey God, will you help me invite five people this week? He's gonna give me 12. Yeah. That I could invite. Yeah. I just have to be willing to cast yeah. them. Yeah, and
1: maybe God didn't do anything except open your eyes. Correct. It's not like right. it's all just an of awareness. Sudden opportunities right. happen. It's
0: not new people. I mean, it can be, but it's also just people that are right there.
1: Guys, we had a whole other topic we're gonna do.
0: We did, but we now have talked for 41 minutes.
1: But the other one's a banger. We'll do it. We'll do it coming up later. That's right. But hey, love y'all. Love y'all. Six days away from Easter. Get to work, everybody. (laughs) See ya.